Oh yeah, good morning and welcome back to the Lone Wolf Surfer Podcast. I'm your host, Survivor Matt, the Lone Wolf Surfer himself, and we have our co-host here, my wife, the librarian. Say what's up. What's up? How can you be a lone wolf if you're surfing with me? Because I only surf with her on her days off usually, which is on the weekends because she's a 9 to 5 Monday through Friday Friday grinder. But in my heart, I'm actually a bum. Yeah, I know, but she can't be a bum right now because she's working. Well, actually, she, she since she works for the school system, she is on her break. But this is the, uh, yeah, the Surf Podcast coming to you Saturday, December 19th. And this morning we hit Manhattan Beach and we paddled out at about maybe 7.15 and we got out sometime around 9.30 because because of the crowd. But um, when we pre-packed, the car and prepared for the session we were looking at the conditions and it said like two to three plus with the mid tide because the tide kind of mellowed out so we pre-packed her 511 catch surf rnf and i took my 56 puddle jumper and we had another fatter puddle jumper as a backup what do you think about the surf right when we right when we parked at the top of the hill and took a look Megan, I couldn't think about the surf. I was just like, oh, it's cold. Like, I don't even want to get in. But then when I looked at, like, the surf, I was like, oh, there's something. It looks like shape. And then when we got on the beach, I was like, holy crap, they're just closing out. <laughs> yeah, it looked a little deceiving. No lie. From the top of the, um, we parked at the top of uh, Bruce's Beach. Um, we don't really Dawn Patrol it that much. And did get a little high last night. Did, did eat some edibles. Um, but I didn't play any video games last night. No Call of Duty. I just kind of went straight to bed to make sure we had enough energy. But yeah, like based on the forecast, I didn't think it was going to be too big. And looking from the top of the hill, I almost felt like oh, I should have either brought my fish or brought my catch surf skipper, my 5.6. Um, well, that's why I paddled out on the foamy is because I was like, oh, it looks kind of small. They're holding a little shape. And then when we got up there, I was just like, oh, I could have gone either way. Like could have gone with the big PJ or could stay with the foamy yeah either way she she made the right the right decision uh to bring out the catch surfboard and by the time we got down to the sand i realized that yeah i probably should have brought the catch surfboard too because um it was kind of dumpy it was like super dumpy it was very dumpy it was just like if if you got one that was holding shape it was like the in-between waves because the big ones, the bomb sets were just total closeouts. Like you could see them lining up from like one end of the beach to the other. It was just like, yeah, there's no way. You're not getting anything off that. Yeah, but uh, so we just went ahead and paddled out um, like 28th Street. It's a little spot that we like to call the Brick House. And we can usually mark our spot with the 30th Street Lifeguard Tower, but they actually removed that tower. So it was kind of weird. So between 26th street and 34th street there's basically no 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 towers yeah that was kind of weird i wonder why they moved them i don't know if it was because the tide was super high the last couple days and it was over six feet and so they had to move them but yeah i've never seen it without it um and yeah it just it just seemed like today um right when we paddled out on the lower tide it was just like no shape um on the bigger set waves and a lot of them were actually breaking farther out um i guess on the set so you kind of had to be careful well it was funny because like right at the sandbar because it was low tide it would hit the sandbar and it like doubled up and so it was just like crashing over and so it you wouldn't look that bad until all of a sudden it breaks right on top of you and you're just like oh my god like so you got the tide and you got the the pressure of like the wave pushing you back 
uh, it just like made it even gnarlier because of the low tide like because when the tide came up you noticed like it was breaking a little easier it was easier to yeah. duck dive and like not gonna lie at the beginning i ditched my board like <laughs> the wave was like right on top of my head there was no duck diving it well actually i ducked over the first one board came out of my hands and then the second one was right on top of me i was just like no i'm just going under so i i just went under for another two sets and then i paddled back out but no one was behind me yeah that that's okay i could be a crit, uh, hypocrite myself sometimes because i i'm not a fan of people ditching their boards um about two weeks ago when when the swell was really big it was like the first time i ditched my board in a while because i was in, just in a really bad spot and today i i had one of those moments where i was just like yeah i'm not gonna dish my board and then like when those big <laughs> big set wave came and i was just in the wrong spot i was like oh sorry <laughs> and then i just went under and then I, I recovered but i only had to ditch my board once i mean i don't feel bad when there's nobody behind you it's just like you know check your surroundings make sure that like you're not going to injure anybody by doing that like you know if there's a bunch of people around me i'll hold on my board and i'll take injury like if that's what happens but like if there's nobody around me like you know I'm not gonna worry about it too much like i don't have anything to prove i'm you know yeah it's yeah. not like i'm a professional i'm just like a part-timer <laughs> yeah yeah so today was more of a of a send it kind of day it wasn't like perfect peaky um long long rides going either left or right there were those occasional good waves but it was more of a send it day where i think i would have felt more comfortable on the foamy and just kind of like trying to pack like a good clothes out and just pulling in and just kind of going for it i was going for the baby ones like i was going for like the smaller waves that had a little bit of shape i actually got one and it took me all the way to the beach and the it wasn't anything major like I didn't get any major turns but I did two cutbacks and like that was my longest wave and I felt pretty good about it because nobody else was really like getting any so like that made me feel pretty good. You're talking about your wave of the day? Yeah my wave of the day. Yeah, yeah Brie got like a really good left and uh, man she caught it like all the way in. Um, I kind of called you into that one. I was at the top of it and I, I let you have that one right oh, didn't I? I didn't hear you. Okay that's okay she <laughs> would she wouldn't win anyway. Um, I was just taking it. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I feel like the in-between waves actually had better shape. The waves that were kind of like breaking like a, a little more closer to like the inside um, and like in between the bigger waves. So I actually got, got a really good left to start off, but I was super picky. I passed on a ton of waves and um, I just had one of those good lefts where the shoulder on it was just like super tapered and it kind of flattened out. And the way it was today, like even though that shoulder looked flat, like you already know that that section is going to pick up and grow and kind of stand up but yeah i was just in the perfect spot like like where it was almost flat where the shoulder was picking up and i just pulled in and i got maybe two or three pumps and it stood up and it was a little round and i was i was kind of in the barrel but there was no way i was going to make it out and like i pretty much committed and it was one of those where like i think before i would have bailed and kicked out early but i just held on maybe a little too long and i literally ate ate it on the closeout while i was standing up on my board and that was a little that was a little hellacious you know what i actually think i saw you on that one you got pretty far into that barrel like i was surprised because i was looking to see where you would pop out and push yourself out of the barrel and like by the time i saw you you were like pretty far away from where you started so you actually got you were in the pocket for a minute there. yeah because I'll, I'll normally kick out if i know that there's no chance yeah. um yeah um, but anyway, yeah, I'm and not... you've got a little shampoo too. I saw on the inside you got yeah. a little some guy like came up to him and was just like, "Hey, I saw that barrel," and I was like, "Yeah, it's kind of a barrel." But not yeah. Like so well, anyway, go, going back to that other wave, I'm, I'm definitely not bragging or anything, and I'm not counting it. But I just feel like you know sometimes if it's 
if it's a if it's gonna go hollow and you know it's gonna close out like those are the good waves to kind of practice on and just try to go for and, and test your comfort level and um you know and just see how far you could get in there but yeah then i did get another one another left i don't feel comfortable just sending it on my backhand i just feel like my wipeouts going backhand are really bad if i'm gonna take a close out barrel but i caught another left and i was just right in the pocket and i was stalling and it but it just didn't open up like that other one did and i, I got a little bit of shampoo but but it was it was hitting it was kind of hitting you in the head instead of going over yeah, your yeah <laughs> i know there's only so much i could do like you know like i really i try to channel my my inner john john and, and go with i have like i look like i look good like I have the pose down. I have that two hand stall pose down, but I'm just not getting barrel doing it. Like, oh yeah, it looks like you're you're trying to force a barrel. You're like, I want this to be a barrel. And yeah, then yeah. It just wasn't quite working with you. But some other guy saw it and he thought it was a barrel and he he claimed it for you. He's like, oh, that was a nice barrel. Yeah. So check this out. So first when we paddled out, it wasn't very crowded. We knew it was going to be crowded. Um, on a good note, the closeouts kind of kept it the lineup a little thin and a little honest because a lot of people didn't know what they're doing so it kind of washed them out but there was this one older local guy i see him all the time i don't know his name because we haven't surfed 26 in a while but he was really nice he paddled up to me he was like hey man i saw that that was a nice barrel and i was like yeah i was like it, i really wasn't in it and he was like yeah it looked like it just kept on hitting you in the head <laughs> like the lip was just kind of like kept on tapping my head but like i was because i was a little too far out but he he, he was nice you want to say something about how that one dick fucking paddled out and started oh, back paddling everybody. Oh my god, like, you know, some people just, like, I don't know if they have, like, too much Starbucks in the morning or whatever, but this guy, like, paddled up with, like, so much energy and just, like, ready to take every wave and, like, like I, I was gonna turn for a wave and he just back paddled me and went for it and I was just like, okay, like, I guess. And then he did it to the other guy and then you got tired of it, so you paddled away because you were over him and then the uh the nice guy that like congratulated you on the not barrel yeah <laughs> uh he like he, he like sounded that guy he was just like hey like you want to let us all have a try like because he was just like taking every wave and he was like rubbing everybody like just kind of paddled up and just like started taking every wave like regardless of like the you know there's a pecking order like you have to wait your turn like if you just got a wave and somebody else is going for a wave it's just like common courtesy to be like you know what i just got a wave like everybody you know deserves to get a wave it's not just my show it's like you know kind of that sharing experience like when you're out there with other people but like yeah you know thank god for him though like you know some people need to get sounded yeah you know why don't we hold that thought real quick we're at the 10 minute mark we're gonna throw in the ad and we'll be right back with the lone wolf surfer podcast co-hosting with the surfing librarian so just stay tuned be back in a second so yeah back to that guy it was just <clears throat> it's just so annoying so just like i think everyone experiences this when they surf like we're out there and it, everyone was giving each other space like that one guy who had like complimented me on the wave like we didn't cut him off we didn't burn him he didn't burn us and even though the lineup was getting crowded nobody sat right on each other everyone was kind of spread out and then this fucking guy came out and just immediately was just like back paddling everybody going back back and forth the only good thing i can say is that he was taking some of the closeout bombs like he could surf and he's good and he knew what he was doing but i feel like even if you're good it doesn't give you the right to be a fucking dick though i mean like 
you can be good, but like, are you, are you getting paid to do this? Like, I don't know. Like, I just, you know, like there's a certain amount of aggression that you just don't need when you're not a professional. It's just, you know, like this ain't pipe. Like this isn't, you know, like, I don't know. Like it's that attitude, like that kind of just like kills it. You're just like, oh dude, like, I don't want to be around you. Like, I don't know how people surf with you. Yeah. And I think when it comes to sounding people, I think like if you're one of the older uncles, right? Like you, you definitely have like the right. I think that that's what's gonna happen. Like, like what do you think? Like when you hit 55 and you get like some gray in your hair and some gray in your beard, that's when you could be like, bro, you fuck up. <laughs> I think like you hit that certain age where you're just like, I don't care anymore. Like, you know, you just like everything that you like believe in is set and like everything that you do is so settled and you're so settled in yourself that like you don't care anymore so if you're gonna sound somebody you're gonna do it dude that's gonna be me get the fuck off my lawn you fucking piece of shit <laughs> that's gonna be me when i get and what did the guy say he was like oh what the guy who was like fucking back paddling everybody after he got sounded what did he say oh he's like oh i'm just cold like you're just cold you can paddle like you don't have to back paddle people just because you're cold you can move around and not be a dick just because you're cold like that doesn't doesn't explain why you're a total asshole and everybody hates you right here <laughs> yeah it just it just ruined the energy and then what's fucked up is that the guys to on our right to our north like more towards 30 34th like he was back paddling them too like i saw like they were annoyed. there was a guy uh, yeah there was a guy on my right who was waiting and then and then this, this fucking this fucking knucklehead dude like totally just sat in front of him and just fucking took the wave and the other guy had to back off and you're just like oh god so yeah like Bree said i paddled away and then um but you know what by that time we were done right i think so like i mean the way it's you know it's one thing when somebody's back paddling you like on a on a good day like where like you can really get mad but like on a on a not so great day like it's just like oh just paddle away from this guy like you know because it's not breaking any better here than it's breaking anywhere else so like you don't have to sit with those people either that's you know yeah so um either way by that time because it's it's a saturday um it just started to get way too crowded so i just pretty much told told brie i was like you know what we're like one more like and we're done and it was cool you know and she got her wave of the day right before that anyway i caught a close out and then uh yeah we walked back to the shower we saw ross Local Ross, 26th Street local guy. He's definitely high up there on the food chain. Oh, yeah. And then uh, said always, hi to him. Always surfing the Don Katawaki surfboards. Always surfing the Don Katawaki, yeah. always representing. And, and I was on my my Katawaki, too, my shadow shape puddle jumper. And then, uh, yeah, went up and we changed, got out of there, and then kind of bummed that there's no dining out here because, you know, a cup of coffee and, like, some pancakes would have been perfect right, right here in El Segundo. But um, we went to Havana Sandwiches, right? Unpaid advertisement. Havana Cuban Sandwiches right here in El Segundo. I think they're open at 7 in the morning. And they had breakfast burritos for six ninety-five each. Oh, yeah. No, the guys in there are so nice. And, like, honestly, like, it's so good. Like, just a good takeout food, too. Like, burritos are, like, the perfect thing to take out. Like, because, like, I wouldn't go anywhere else to, like, get some takeout. So, and if you go there for lunch, their sandwiches are the bomb. You got to get the original. Yeah. The original, yeah, and then for their breakfast burritos, Brie is gifted with just having like a magic picker when it comes to something. Like whatever she picks on the menu is always the best thing. <laughs> it always tastes better than, than what I had. <laughs> anyway, if you get a burrito, get get the pork pork. What was it? Just... It, it was just pork pork uh, eggs and cheese, and uh, the pork is the same pork that they put in the original sandwich, and so that's why I knew it was gonna be winner. I'm like, you really just 
how wrong can you go with shredded pork like it's gonna be good <laughs> anyway that's our little tidbit there for the south bay slash el segundo local business love um but coming from the lone wolf surfer aspect um as much as we like to kind of scavenge and take the waves that nobody else wants and try to um, sit somewhere where we could just kind of catch unbothered waves, it's just hard to do sometimes. Uh, Manhattan Beach is pretty much wide open and it's Saturday. Um, the best you can do is hit the Dawn Patrol. We we were, we were kind of late on the Dawn Patrol, but by the time we were leaving, there were just people fighting for parking. So that's the best you could do on a day like this if you want to be a lone wolf surfer and try to get some on your own. You just got to go early and then maybe catch an hour and a half before that crowd just annoys you and you just got to get out of there. Like, I don't think that we could have done any better and surfed anywhere else locally, right? No, and I don't think we could have gotten free parking if we would have gone any later. Yeah, I'm telling you, you got to like... Yeah, you, you, you got to get there like... 6:45 at the latest on the weekend to try to get yourself a parking spot there were um, there were five cars like lined up outside of the parking lot just trying to get in the parking lot like both parking lots when we drove by the rosecrans upper lot and when we were at bruce's beach like there were just cars lined up everywhere yeah yeah so anyway um it was worth it we had a good time and we have our other very very close friends who are like family that surfed or who surfed rosecrans but we just can't deal with that portal lot in that crowd and and we just kind of want to go in and out there's just too many people there it's like the qs over there and we're not trying to fucking get in the, the world tour we just want to catch some waves and take the money and run ain't that right that's totally right and it, there would have been more than one guy back paddling us if we would have been down there versus where we were at <laughs> yeah so anyway that is today's surf session we are definitely surfing tomorrow i'm debating on where to go i think we're gonna head south we're not going to reveal that quite yet but anyway, thank you for tuning in. Um, again, if you're surfing, just try to be kind to the people you're surfing around. Don't burn anybody. Don't snake anybody. Don't be greedy. And if you think you are going to take away from somebody, at least watch them first and see if they're cooking it out or if they're going straight and if they're blowing waves. And then maybe after that, you could take some off their plate. But try to spread the aloha and just don't be an asshole. And always look behind you if you're going to ditch your board. <laughs> always look behind you if you're going to ditch your board. <laughs> right don't back paddle people that shit was fucking annoying man just practice good surf etiquette god damn it you know and if you see a noob out there don't give them too much of a hard time like hey you've been there before and sometimes it's just how you talk to people you give people advice and be non-offensive too right yeah that's all you can do i mean they'll take it or leave it oh yeah and again props to all the uncles out there who fucking sound people and regulate in the lineup i don't think i'm at that uncle age yet no but not, but definitely not yeah but when i am i will i will take the torch and i will help uh, uh keep the etiquette yeah we love you uncles yeah okay all right that's all we got for you today thank you again for tuning in to the lone wolf surfer podcast y'all have a good day stay safe <laughs>